0: Marhaba, and welcome to The Matrix Greenfield, where real people connect. Hello, and welcome back to The Matrix Greenfield podcast. I'm Namita, and today I'm excited to welcome Heba Jabbar to our podcast show. Heba is the CEO and founder of Heba Jabbar, a contemporary fine-tuned brand for the modern, independent woman. But without me revealing too much about our lovely guest, let's hear from Heba herself. Heba, welcome and thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Hi, Namita. How are you? Thank you for inviting me over. Welcome to
0: the show. So, Heba, I'm sure most of our listeners are already familiar with your brand. But stepping into getting to know you, could you please introduce yourself?
1: My name is Hiba Jabir. I'm Palestinian-Jordanian. I'm a jewelry designer. I have two brands, Hiba Jabir and Almasati. The first brand I launched five years ago and the other one just about two years ago. I've always been into the creative uh, industry and I've always dreamt of having my own brand. I've worked in different uh, fields in the market until I was ready to launch my own brand. Hiba, we know you were born in Morocco. You
0: grew up in Jordan, studied in the UK and Sri Lanka trained with Italian goldsmiths and are now living in the UAE. With such a rich travel background, what are some things you found different or particularly interesting about people from different cultures?
1: The UK part was my university degree. Sri Lanka was just like a short uh, 10-day intensive course, like in nature, cutting gemstones and things like that. The interesting thing about meeting people from different parts of the world is that you always find similarities with different people wherever they are. It's just exciting because you always, you learn so much from when you're in a table with people from different parts of the world end up being exposed to many countries just over lunch, you know. So it's actually, you find interests more than, and similarities more than you would think of the differences, in my experience.
0: Based on your career journey and cultural exposure, Hiba, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges in your field that are different or common across
1: borders? One thing that's quite challenging is now that the brand, like, for example, the first brand, it's been about five years since we first launched. A challenge would be to stay true to yourself, true to your identity, and then to always innovate and create and keep uh, coming up with new ideas to keep up with the competition. Like competition is healthy and it's good. You need to constantly stay on the edge, like thinking of something new, something what's exciting. It doesn't need to be always just design because people think like as a designer, what are you designing next and how what are you designing but it's also about the services you're offering to your customers how you're presenting your brand where you're presenting your brand how you're running your business how you're running your team you know all these things that people just forget about and then they just focus about design you know so the challenge is definitely being able to like juggle all this at the same time and then Still trying to be creative and also like running a business, thinking of costs and bootstrapping and then thinking of how to spend more on this and how to spend less on that. You know, so it's a lot of things to think about, but it's all exciting and it's nice. And then when you see things progressing and moving forward, it's always really rewarding, like looking back. We know that you did
0: turn your course from fashion to jewelry designing. What's the story behind that?
1: I kind of always knew I would want to have my brand in the future. I don't know how I just had that vision, like I will have my brand name later in the future. So I was lucky enough that whatever experiences I did from an education point of view, I did fashion management, I did art and design. And then from a work experience, I don't know why I was very focused from early on to get as much experience as I can, whether it was in fashion and then I worked in editorial and then I worked in buying. This all actually led me to then launch my brand. It wasn't like a shift from fashion to jewelry. I always had an interest in jewelry. But having those experiences and working in these different areas of the industry helped me later on have my brand and launch it the way I have. So it's an exciting uh, journey. Hiba, as a
0: businesswoman in your industry, what would you say has been your biggest achievement
1: so far? the biggest achievement I would say is to have been able to launch a brand with a concept and stay true to the identity and brand and then venture out to another brand, keeping consistent and sustaining a brand and a business and then growing the team, just being consistent in that sense. In my day-to-day when I'm going on with the work, it doesn't feel like much. But then when I look back, and see what we've accomplished it's actually uh, rewarding and it's not just because of me it's also because of the great support system i have from family to friends to also the great team and our great community and customers so when i think about it it's actually very rewarding absolutely the journey itself
0: is rewarding and yeah we should never forget the people who have stood by us and supported us in this journey can you share a story about a mistake or just something when you were starting your new business, a lesson you learned, some sort of takeaways, maybe it will help women entrepreneurs who are planning to start or who've just
1: recently started their own business? One thing that really stuck with me when I was doing my course, I did the fashion design, uh, sorry, jewelry making and uh, designing in Florence the year before I launched. I had the concept like from four years before and I took my time to, to develop it properly. In my design course, one of my teachers uh, told me about a book called Big Magic by Elizabeth, the same one who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And it's a book that really changed my idea of things in general. And one thing in specific, which is a mistake that we all do, we think that this is my idea and I don't want anyone to steal it. It's something that some designers do or some business entrepreneurs do in general. And it's the biggest mistake because this book tells you like ideas are energy and it just moves around until someone brings it to life when you free yourself from that um, idea of like, no, I don't want to share this idea because they will take it. It's very liberating and it's actually helpful because when you share your ideas, you can all help each other build the ideas better, develop it in a better way that you might have not thought of. Even it's not just that creativity, it's like an idea for a concept or a business plan or whatever, you know? So this was really an important lesson and takeaway that I always tell everyone about, don't be too conservative and uh, protective over your ideas or plans or things you know because people can help you brainstorm better than you can like when you keep it to yourself
0: i think the more you share the more lessons you learn the more tips you get so definitely i mean what a beautiful advice thanks for that viva yeah what is that one thing you wish you had known when you started your career it could be either something about the laws over here or anything in your journey entrepreneurial
1: journey that you feel i wish i had known this at the beginning of my career delegation is a very important thing because when i started it was all like all about i can do this and i can do that and i will do this and i will do that when you grow a team and learn that actually you can delegate and help yourself grow your team and focus so that you can focus on things and someone else can focus on other things it's actually a very good uh, way to do things it's not to save myself effort i could have just to manage, let's say, the time a bit better early on. Everything you do, you learn from it and then you grow from it and then, I guess, but maybe this one. Absolutely.
0: Yes, you grow from experiences and uh, that's most important. So Hiba, what are some of your future goals? What is next in line for you and for the brand?
1: We're just constantly always launching new products, new lines, new services. We focus so much on our customer experience and we always want to make sure their convenience is a priority for us. So we just continue to launch new things in that sense. We're launching new lines for both brands, which is exciting. We just moved to our new office in Design District, which is a very big step for us. We will be uh, fixing it over the next uh, month or two to make it like a showroom experience for our customers, which we're very excited about. So for now, these are our main focuses for now, but uh, it's just a constant launch of new services, new ideas, new concepts, new brand, new designs and stuff. So it's exciting.
0: Congratulations on the new showroom. I'm sure it's going to be lovely. Thank you. So, Hiba, now we've come to an exciting segment of our show. We call it the Rapid Fire. It's our own version of the Rapid Fire round. So, we're going to ask you just four quick questions. And the first thing that comes to your mind after hearing the question, you have to just respond to it. Okay. So, Heba, do you prefer weekends in or weekends out? In. Who's your role model, Heba? My father. Favorite holiday destination? Florence. Tea or coffee?
1: Tea. Uh, Sorry, coffee. Sorry.
0: All right, but coffee first. Okay, this was quite rapid. Thank you so much for participating, HIPAA. Thanks. And now before we wrap up, we would like to ask you about your green pill moment. Are you ready for it? Yes, let's go. If you
1: could take the green pill and start over, would you go about things differently? Honestly, I don't think I would because I feel like every single... Conversation and every single moment and every experience leads you to where you are, and I managed to have. Uh, I feel like my path towards the launch of my brand and everything was well, kind of calculated, and I've always managed to find things to learn from whatever experience I had. So um, no, I wouldn't change anything. Okay, but thank you so much for taking the
0: time to share your inspiring and lovely story with us here today. And I'm sure your story will motivate a lot of young listeners and women out there who want to step out of their comfort zones and build their brands out there. So thank you so much. And before we
1: say goodbye, can you tell our listeners where they can find and follow you? Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for this great opportunity. So we are on Instagram on Jabir underscore official. We're on the website. We're on WhatsApp. We're on every like you can reach us wherever and we are in design district. If you'd like to book in an appointment and we'd be happy to meet you. Amazing.
0: Hiba. We're going to put this in the show notes as well. Thank you again for joining us today. And we wish you all the very best. Amazing. Thank you so much.
1: If you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe.